and welcome to Too Many Movies, the podcast where we discuss DVDs, Blu-rays, and even the occasional VHS tape. I'm your host, Hal, and today I got two former guests coming back for a very special holiday-centered episode. Puff, are you here? Meow, Daniel. And Mordo. Hey, wait a second. This isn't a Nolan movie. I only came back because I want to talk about more Nolan movies with you. What the fuck is this? <laughs> oh, you, you've been tricked. We're not talking about a confusing Nolan movie. Uh, We're talking about a confusing Star Wars movie. Oh, even better. I know. It is even better. So... I asked you two back here today because I want to talk about the Star Wars Holiday Special. Oh, God. Um, yeah. I know. It's it, the Holiday Special. Uh, so I feel like, you know, we're all pretty familiar with what it is. But um, for everybody out there who doesn't know, yes, they made a Star Wars Holiday Special. Um, you know, because Star Wars holidays it's it's a match made in heaven i mean let's be real here right so it was a huge disaster obviously because uh well it's the star wars holiday special and for years it was considered lost media where like you know it aired once and nobody really had any access to it because george lucas was so ashamed of it that he just genuinely tried to hide it away but obviously uh that just wasn't the case after a while because then we got the internet and we got to see it in all its glory. And so this was not my first time watching this movie. Uh, and I assume it wasn't your guys' first time either. Puff, uh, what were your initial reactions when you first watched the holiday special? When I first watched the holiday special, um, my first thought was this isn't nearly as bad as I thought it would be, but also I watched it right after watching the two Ewoks movies, which are, like, brain-numbingly bad in so many ways that the holiday <laughs> special was just, like a, like, a standard 70s variety show with a fucking, like... Sorry, my brain's trying. You know, with a fucking no, a Star Wars normal. skin on top of it. Yeah. So, uh, like, compared to Ewoks, it is, uh, it is cinema. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. Mordo, what were your thoughts when you watched the holiday special, uh, for the first time? Uh, I was flabbergasted that the Incredible Halt was not presented that night. <laughs> <laughs> that, that would, uh, devastate anybody. Honestly. Yeah. Oh yeah, for context in the version that we watched, the version that's on YouTube, that's how it starts with the announcement yeah. that the Incredible Hulk will not be presented in that evening. <laughs> yeah, William yeah. William's review on Letterboxd was the Incredible Hulk did not air today. <laughs> yeah. That's one of my favorite things about uh this whole I mean the whole special really. I mean, it's one of my favorite things about the whole special, but like also like the, the top comments on the YouTube video for it is just like, imagine setting your DVR for the Incredible Hulk that night and coming home to this. Like, <laughs> I mean, also, like, just the way he presents it, too, the way he says it, it almost sounds, like, mournful in a way. Like, he knows what's about to happen, and he has yeah. no power to stop it. And, yeah. and then sometimes you wonder, what would happen in the alternate universe where the Incredible Hulk did air that evening? It's just... <laughs> It's just incredible. It, it is masterful storytelling. Uh, good job, Vince. Good job, Vince. So, the one of the frustrating things, though, is unfortunately the DVD that I have the Star Wars Holiday Special on, it does not have the Incredible Hulk opening. No! Um, I know. Uh, but yeah, I'm sure some of you out there are wondering, wait, why do you have a DVD of the Star Wars Holiday Special? It was never officially released. Uh Correct. Uh, Good. I have I have here with me a Star Wars holiday special bootleg DVD. Um, so I want to just tell the story before we get to the actual content of the special because I feel like we should talk about the content of the special. But I just want to uh, talk about this DVD first. In that, so every year I go on vacation during the summer, and uh, there's this. Uh, flea market in the town that I usually vacation in and I usually like to walk around and see what's there and uh, stuff like that because you know sometimes you find some really cool stuff at a flea market 
and it was it was earlier this summer, summer of 2022. I went to a stand where a guy was selling a bunch of uh, posters, like posters in crates uh, rolled up or just flat on cardboard, just selling posters. And I was like sifting through them because I'm like, oh, some of these look pretty cool. They're like band posters, movie posters, stuff like that. Um, But then I noticed there were things behind the crates that he wasn't like showing up front. There was like things behind the crate as if like, hidden items for like people to like see behind and be like, Oh, what's this? And lo and behold, uh, I saw star Wars holiday special on DVD and I thought, Holy shit, (laughs) that's really funny. So I asked the guy, I'm like, Hey, is this for sale? (laughs) And he said, it's on the table, isn't it? And (laughs) I was like, Oh dear. So I asked him like, how much? And he said, 10 bucks. And I was like, absolutely 10 bucks for <laughs> the Star Wars holiday special on a DVD like this. I've bought worse movies for more expensive than that on DVD and Blu-ray. So absolutely. I mean, that's a steal. I gave the dude, a, I gave the dude a $10 bill. I walked away with it. I was so proud of myself. It was a real it, it's one of the proudest i've ever felt buying something which might be kind of sad but what do you know <laughs> i mean you know. honestly i felt the same way but it was a vhs version of one of the episodes of the super mario super show and i also paid 10 bucks for it you know yeah 10 bucks can buy a lot it seems um so i'll get to describing the dvd in a bit let's talk about the actual content of the holiday special so puff you said uh, your initial reaction was it wasn't that bad or it wasn't as bad as you were expecting be- considering like the amount of stuff you've seen uh, before it. And it's like, yeah, that was my thoughts. Exactly. Like I don't hate this movie as much as everybody else does. I don't think it's very good. I think it is a terrible, terrible special and easily one of the most embarrassing things to come out of star Wars. But it's not the worst like and maybe that is a bit of Stockholm syndrome because I've seen this about three times now, but I kind of like how terrible it is. Um, like what's Puff, what would you say is your like favorite part of the special? Um, if we're talking unironically, I would say the last number in the Moss Eisley Cantina because that's actually a mm. really good and catchy song. But mm. if we're being ironic, it's the cooking mm. show segment with the droid that looks like they're wearing blackface instead of like having chrome. And I don't know if that's just because of the coloring or if yeah. it's just like it was like they weren't thinking about the makeup, but mainly just for one part where stir whipster whipster oh my god like like, when you mention the holiday special that is what i think of first because it is in my brain forever it will never stop like so so iconic it's funny that it's it's funny that you say that like so that is um famed comedy actor harvey corman as the uh Julia Child's bot, which it's funny that you say like it looks like blackface. It absolutely does. And that makes it more confusing because it's like, I thought this was a Julia Child's thing. But actually, the fact that you said like it's supposed to be chrome, it's like, I guess that is what they were going for. But they messed up miserably because it does look like genuine blackface. Yeah, no, because and the only reason I know that is because uh, when I was watching the Red Letter Media, they were describing it as a drone and i was just when i first watched i was like is that fucking blackface dude (laughs) dude is that fucking blackface (laughs) no i'm just a forest stupid so yeah that's very confusing but like it it's i mean the whole thing is confusing because you're just like what is happening like is it malfunctioning like is that the joke because like it's it's starts going faster and faster i I think i think that like i think the joke is women be cooking I get maybe that is what it is. It's just really funny that like Harvey Corman is like, I consider him to be like a genuinely funny actor. Like I've talked about him on the show um, when we talked about Blazing Saddles and how like his role in that movie is so goddamn funny. Like he is genuinely probably one of the funniest uh, characters in that movie. And then he's here in as Julia Child's robot 
and just saying stir whip stir whip 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 stir <laughs> it's like how varied is your comedy dude I, I wonder if it was just written for him and uh like he yeah. just had they were just like here here's like 500 bucks this is what you're doing I guess it is. And it's what's also really funny is that he's in two other scenes, but we'll probably get to those in a bit. Mordo, uh, I want to know, what is your favorite uh, part of the holiday special? Well, I may have mentioned this like twice on Letterboxd, but I mean, I do have some other favorite parts after rewatching it earlier. But I can definitely say mm-hmm. I really enjoy the animation segment and I wish there was more of it. Yeah, that's interesting. So, yeah, let's talk about the animated part then, because there is just a random part where like uh lumpy the chewbacca's son just starts watching uh, a star wars cartoon yeah on his on his uh 70s ipad and it's (laughs) like how does that work like you're watching a cartoon of luke skywalker but luke skywalker is also a uh fugitive from the empire like how does that work and did they voice the cartoons as uh, Luke Skywalker and Princess Leia and Han Solo and Chewbacca? Like, how does that work? It didn't. It just hit me just now how meta that moment was. I'm like, oh shit, wait, that's a cartoon, a Star Wars cartoon yeah. in the Star Wars universe. What? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so weird. And also, the animation itself is uh, very freaky. I must say, like, I kind of like the designs, but I'm also kind of weirded out because I'm just like. Like, some of it's kind of neat, like, but some of it's not. Like, the Stormtroopers look like the Family Guy versions of the Stormtroopers. <laughs> uh, Luke and Han look like garbage. Uh, 3PO, for some reason, has, like, a wire as a neck, I, if I'm remembering correctly. like. Uh, from what I looked up, I think if I'm correct, I think it was animated by the uh, Canadian stu- studio uh, Nev- Novella, or what was it called? Was it Novella? I think it was. As I was looking it up earlier, I think Novella did the animation for that. That's interesting. Yeah, because they've done a bunch of stuff. That's Uh, true. For some reason, the only thing I'm remembering they were a part of was Caillou. I'm sure they've done better things than Caillou, but like, I don't know. That's that's just the one thing I think of. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) They didn't Caillou? I never knew that. Oh, life is ruined. I, or maybe I'm misremembering. I don't know. That just for some reason I'm associating Novella with Caillou. I don't know. I know Novella's done some other stuff, but Caillou? Uh, what? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe me, I'm misremembering. Yeah, it was maybe, produced by. Maybe I'm by... purposely spreading misinformation on the internet. Oh uh, yeah, Toronto-based Nelvana. I got Nelvana. I said that wrong. I'm stupid. <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, no. You know what? Vana, I believed you. The yeah, yeah I Canadian animation studio. Yeah, I'm aware of them. Yeah, I looked. I, looked I it knew up. they were Canadian. Yeah, I, I looked it up while I was looking up info on the uh, Wikipedia. Just like who did this? Yeah. But no, yeah, I I digged it because like um, well, I mean, I like animation and stuff like that. And part of me was just thinking, yeah, if or if there was a cartoon like this around that time, I'd I'd watch it. I like how like it, it's it's because I. I, I dig well I kind of dig the art style I like how it looks a bit different and you know I mm-hmm. I like I, I like how they're drawn and I mean animation's nice and all that and like if, I mean if this wasn't just a segment on the holiday special and like an actual cartoon like around the late 70s to 80s because now this came out in 78 I probably would watch it I probably wouldn't enjoy yeah. it like it seems like yeah. it seems like a cartoon that I would see like drawn in that sort of time frame so like I dig it and I'm pretty sure I think that segment alone was added to Disney Plus recently. Yeah, that's the other funny thing. So this, the whole uh, holiday special is just, I guess, banned from ever being officially released. But they put, yeah, they put the faithful Wookiee, the entire animated part, on Disney Plus as its own thing. Which I get. I mean, it's probably the least bad aspect of the holiday special. Oh, but yeah. at the same time, it's just like, how random, you know? Yeah. See, um, a little bit off topic, but also, Mordo, you said you'd watch a TV series of it, right? You oh said God, you would no. by no, Velvana, a Star Wars series, because you know no, what? There no. is an animated Star Wars series of Ewoks, no, baby! No, Two seasons of it! No. 26 yeah. episodes, oh baby! God. Of course you had to bring that up. You know what? That's actually really interesting. So, like, 
Novella, that's what I'm saying it right? Uh, yeah, yes. I think so. Nelvana. Nelvana. Nelvana, Nelvana, Nuella, Nutella, you know, Canadian Nirvana. animation. So, yeah, Nirvana. <laughs> um, but they, they uh, so they did Ewoks and they did the holiday special. So that's interesting that, like, I guess they did a lot of Star Wars stuff back in the late 70s, early 80s. That's interesting. That's cool, um, but like, why Ewoks though? Why couldn't we get like a proper Star Wars cartoon? Well, I'm wondering. So the other thing that the animation bit is reminding me of is uh, that uh, Star Wars series called Droids. Oh yeah, yeah, that was um, another one. I think they did. Okay, so they also did that. All right, yeah. so like animated Star Wars stuff at that time was from the same company. So even the. Uh, animated part of the holiday special so they they i guess they've been doing star wars since day one that's interesting yeah who who knew yeah okay and on the topic of nelvana i just decided to uh look up to see what they've all done so they're uh they've done like stuff like the adventures of tintin the berenstein bears magic Mm -hmm. school bus beetlejuice cartoon uh miss mrs spider's sunny patch friends Oh God! Um, oh, that's that's they also, a deep cut. I'm sure they and also they also did, did the never-ending uh, the never-ending story TV series. Yes, there was one. I watched an episode was, of it oh, as a kid. Uh, yeah, there was. Oh wow! Uh, oh, wow. And um, I know they did Clone High as well. That's yeah, Clone way. High. I was about to say that Clone yeah, High. Yeah, that's, that's oh, a Canadian anime nice. show. Yeah. Wow, Clone High. Who knew? <laughs> I'm sure they also did Heavy Metal as well. If I'm correct, that or I could be wrong. I'm that... looking through their franchises hmm. right now. Um, so let me look because I'm not Heavy sure metal, if I'm I not, see it. I'm not too sure. Or am I thinking of Wizards? I don't know. I know they. No, I know Wizards done some... was Bakshi. Oh. Wizards was just was guys, Ralph guys, Bakshi. guys. They also did the Donkey Kong Country cartoon. Oh my god! Oh, of course they did. Yeah. Uh keep hitting those fucking home runs, Nelvana. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not seeing heavy metal, but this is also the franchise side and not everything they've worked on. But I feel like that would be going into too far of a rabbit hole. Yeah, Yeah, no. no, But honestly, heavy metal, I can kind of understand because the the animation part does look like kind of late 70s, early 80s kind of fantasy animation. So like, yeah, you're thinking heavy metal. Yeah, you said Wizards. Like, it does kind of look a lot like uh, the animation in Wizards, but Wizards and uh, a bunch of other Ralph Bakshi stuff was obviously Ralph Bakshi. So, like, stuff like Fire and Ice, um, The Lord of the Rings, and uh, uh, I'm blanking on a bunch of others. He worked, I, I've seen a bunch of his other movies, um, but, yeah, he, he he's done a lot of stuff. Yeah, it just looks like that. It does look really neat i i don't know if i'd say it's good animation but it is a interesting style i do kind of dig it and it is nice to stop looking at the uh live action bits sometimes you know because you kind of get a need a break from the cheesy 70s visuals (laughs) um for even more cheesy 70s visuals yeah i i dig the 70s animation more than i dig the live action (laughs) although i do dig the live action bits well Dig is such a strong word, I must say. I will say, though, if you really think about it, was is this considered, like, Boba Fett's first introduction to, like, to the main cast? Unironically, yes. This is uh, Boba oh Fett's first God. appearance. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the, yeah, no, continue, Hal, and then I'll get into my point. Well, I was going to say, the DVD that I have of it ha- advertises on the back, like, features the 15-minute animated short with the first appearance of Boba Fett. So, like, minute? yeah, it's... Yeah, we it was. A f- it's a 15 minute long There's animated a bit. Episode. We, oh man, uh. the holiday special is two hours, dude. <laughs> like oh, it's an hour and a half. Let's do it. Like an hour and a half. Uh, well, the running time on the DVDs is two hours. Oh but, really? I mean, well, I mean, again, I watched the maybe, one on maybe, YouTube. Yeah, maybe the maybe the fan who made this DVD just said it as two hours because it's a, as a joke, like oh, it's so long, and it is. But God. yeah, so this is um, the genuine first introduction to boba fett um which is really funny because people love boba fett um i i've never been a fan of boba fett but like that's a whole other discussion but i mean i thought he uh was kind of neat in this special like you're just like oh is he a good guy is he a bad guy yeah i was confused at first like wait he's an he was an ally what happened to him i'm like oh right he tricked him okay yeah Yeah, we see now yeah he tricked him i I guess i i guess i missed that when i first watched it i'm like i was confused 
And then I, we watch it, and I'm like, ah, uh, okay, yeah. All right. And I think it's just the only time right. that uh, Boba Fett actually <laughs> talks in any of the uh, Star Wars media, at least until Book of Boba Fett. That is true, because... I mean, he gets like, what, five lines in Empire, and then he's a kid in Attack of the Clones, so... And then he gets one line in Return of the Jedi. It's, ah! Yeah. <laughs> oh! Tried to do the Wilhelm scream. That was bad. No, he didn't get the Wilhelm scream in uh, Return of the Jedi. Yeah, he just Jedi. said that, ah! Yeah, I know. I was, yeah. just, I was making a joke. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. a joke. The Wilhelm scream is in Return of the Jedi. Yeah, it's I've, a... I've seen that movie more times than I've seen The Sun. Actually, something interesting I uh, learned is that um, the Wilhelm scream actually became popular because of Star Wars. That was the... Um, because basically it was in a one movie from the fucking 50s, I think. And yeah. then um, basically some film students were putting it in their short films as a meme. And then one of those students put it in Star Wars and that became a running gag. And in Return of the Jedi, they're, in, they're trying to shut down the... Fuck, I forgot what it's called. But the thing in Endor... Like the, the thing that does the shield on the, yeah, the uh, shield Death Star. Generator. Yeah, Sorry, words hard. Um, no. The uh, guard that they shoot actually does a uh, impression of the Wilhelm screen as he's uh, falling oh. behind it. it. It's the sound ed- editor. Yeah, so that guy who like who he's just like freeze and Han Solo like throws something at him and he like jumps over the uh, yeah over the, yeah that guy over the railing. He's like oh yeah that guy. Like that was an impression. No, he was trying to do an impression of the Wilhelm screen. That's interesting. That's fascinating. I didn't know that. Um, I learned it because of the H-Bomber the H-Bomber guy video on on the uh, Roblox oof. Okay. He talks about the Wilhelm screen. Scream. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I got I didn't know that. That's really cool that he was trying to do an impression. You know what? I would if we could stop using the actual Wilhelm scream and people just put in their own impressions of the Wilhelm scream, I'd be less annoyed uh by yeah. movies putting in the Wilhelm scream. Um That's dedication. No, that's interesting. Yeah, that's awesome. So, <clears throat> uh so you had said puff that the B Arthur um cantina scene was probably your one of your unironic favorite uh, scenes? Yeah, like, uh, I don't know how to describe it, but the song's actually really good. She's a good singer. I like how mm-hmm. they incorporate uh, samples from the actual cantina theme into it. Uh, it's oh, kind wait. of fun to just see, like, the cantina doing its cantina thing. Are you talking um, about uh, Goodbye, but Night but Not Goodbye song? I think, I think yeah, that's what it's the one yeah, that, that's, the that's one before it ends. That's it, like it's actually unironically pretty good. Yeah, I, I, I liked think so it. too. I when I watched yeah. it again, like I kind of enjoyed it. Like I know she keeps rhyming friend again, but like honestly, I like the song. Like it's kind of yeah. grown on me. It's like again, I think another one of my favorite parts that I really didn't talk about on Letterbox, but I've grown to like it. Yeah, the the empire is shutting us down. Like I think that's a really neat scene. Like you don't see a lot of that. The I mean, obviously there's a lot in Star Wars that you don't often see until, you know, later in later installments or in the series. But like I think that's a really good indicator of like just how evil the empire is, just how, you know, malicious they are. Um and it's a good way of showing like life in the Star Wars world without having it relate to like the Skywalker's saga, which again, I love the original trilogy and uh, everything that it does in those three movies. But like, it is interesting seeing the Star Wars universe from a perspective that isn't the Skywalker trilogy. So mm-hmm. that is a really cool aspect. And yeah, like you said, B. Arthur, she's a really good singer. I like, and I think she's really funny. I mean, obviously I'm a closet cl- uh, golden girls fan, but like it's, it's really just not she anymore. Just delivers it. I, yeah, that's true. No, I like the Golden Girls. What can I say? They're nothing funny. Wrong with, nothing um, wrong with that. I didn't even no, know I know. I was, what, can, what can I say? Yeah. Yeah. What can I say? But um, yeah, but she's really funny and I feel like her delivery is just so sarcastic and brilliant. Like it works, even though she's in a stupid costume surrounded by people in even stupider costumes. <laughs> she's still <laughs> making it. She's still giving it her all, which I, you got to Go respect. Off. Yeah, I I will say another song I actually did enjoy, like another favorite segment of mine, I think was uh, Light the Sky with Fire, I think it was called. 
That song was a banger to me when I was watching it earlier. Was that the uh, Jefferson Starship song? I think it was. Yes. Yeah. So the pe- so the the band that just randomly shows up like that. That's the scene where Art Carney is just like, "Hey, Imperial Guard, watch this!" Check and he starts this cool watching thing like a out. yeah, yeah, Jefferson Starship music video. Yeah, which I think it's really funny that they put Jefferson Starship in this special. I'm sure, I'm like 110% sure they just did that because the word Starship is in their band. Oh, title. yeah, absolutely. But no other reason. But, yeah, ironically, just the song alone, it kind of slaps. It's a banger. Yeah, it, it, it is reminiscent of, like, the 70s classic rock, which yeah. I'm a huge, huge fan of. So, oh, yeah. like, yeah, I, I think it, I mean... It is a little, it does seem like it's a little rushed because it's made for a fucking Star Wars holiday special. But for what it is, yeah, no, it's pretty catchy for what it is. I feel bad yeah. that I watched it all. I got 1.5 speed because I wouldn't hear it in the actual speed because I just wanted to get so, through the special. <laughs> so that's the other thing, too, is like when we watched it, um, well, when we watched it for Wheel Night, we did it at 1.5 speed. And then when we watched it recently, we also did it again at 1.5 speed because we realized, <laughs> oh, this special is only watchable if it's at like a higher speed than normal because it goes on and on and we just want to get through it. You exactly. Know? Like, and it is still funnier, like especially the stir whip. Oh, yeah. where it's, where Absolutely. It's like a like, maniac. Like, 90 ripster, miles an hour. Ripster. Yeah. It's like it, it, it kind of adds to the comedy of it all. Just the fact that it's so fast. Um but like, I, and it also makes it more watchable. Like, I don't think I could ever watch this at uh, not one point five speed. Holiday special speed one hundred percent. Nightcore uh, holiday special. Well, we also need to mention for anybody who hasn't watched this special because this is a core experience of watching the special. You follow Chewbacca's family, and they only mm-hmm. speak in uh, in uh, Wookieese. I think is what the language is called. I'm not that much yeah. of a version. I do get bitches, so I wouldn't know. Um, <laughs> but there's no subtitles. There's no subtitles. You do not know what these bitches are saying the entire time. It's just it's visual storytelling. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. I'm stupid. I I I, yeah. I only know <laughs> how to be whore and eat potato chip. That is all I know. <laughs> Don't you know that when Mala, the the female Wookiee, looks on in solace, that means that they're happy. <laughs> She's totally not on barbiturates. For anyone who's just coming into this thinking like, oh, you know, it's the gang, you know, maybe like trying to save Christmas from Darth Vader or something like that, like some cool special where you follow the game. No, it's just a fucking Chewbacca family sitcom for over a fucking hour with like musical segments you would see like on the Muppet show or some shit. Yeah, and occasionally Luke Skywalker shows up, and occasionally Princess Leia shows up, they barely and occasionally get any screen Harrison time. Ford shows up. They barely get yeah. any screen time. What it, the fuck? It's just a Chewbacca yeah. special. Wait, wait, so Chewbacca doesn't even get any screen time, just his family. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Another thing I want to bring up is something that just always makes me laugh when I watch the holiday special is thinking of it in the context of when it came out. Because this was before The Empire Strikes Back. And so imagine... Because I think that's part of why the reception is so infamously bad. Because imagine you're some fucking teenager, right? And you love Star Wars. Because everybody loves Star Wars. There's a Star Wars disco song that hit the top 100 of the fucking Billboard chart. Like... Yeah. It was a fucking disco remake. Honestly, that slapped. I uh, it accidentally became the uh, number one song of my year according to Apple <laughs> Music Replay. So, uh, whoops. But it is a good song. It is a good song. It's a banger. But imagine going from Star Wars, which it's it's corny, it's goofy, but it still takes itself pretty seriously. And then you're like, oh, I, I can't wait to be in this world again. I can't be. I can't wait to be with these characters again. And then you get this. <laughs> and you're just like, what the fuck is this? I what is what, this is this? this isn't Star Wars. But then imagine, yeah. imagine going from that, and then fucking Empire comes out. Yeah, the whiplash no stars, from all of no those wars. things. Being a Star Wars fan at that time must have been wild. Yeah, exactly. I mean, God. being a Star Wars fan at that time was must have been wild because you had genuinely no idea what this thing was. You're just like, I like it. And the studios are just like, what is this? Just 
throw something together. It's like we were still trying to figure out what Star Wars was at that time. So anything just was up for game, I guess. Yeah, no. And it, it like something I feel like people don't realize at the time because people associate Star Wars as such a nerd thing. Boy, back mm. in that time, it was just a general pop culture thing. Everybody had seen Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It's part of why it's so big now. Like with like the level of dedication of its fans. Like yeah. it wasn't just the guys who were like really into like nerd shit. It was everybody. Yeah, no, everybody. Like my grandmother loves Star Wars. My mom loves Star Wars. These are people who I don't associate as film lovers, but they love Star Wars. Like. It's a huge, it was a huge thing. I mean, it still is a huge thing, but, you know, which I would never show my grandmother or my mom the Star Wars holiday special. They'd, like, fall asleep within five minutes of it. <laughs> and they just wouldn't get it. Um, I mean, the not to be all Rick and Morty on this, but you do have to have a high IQ to understand the Star Wars holiday special. Let's no, be it, real. Is, it is true. You have to have a big brain. <laughs> um, big only big wrinkly brains understand yeah. the glory that is the uh and nuance that is a Star Wars holiday special. It, it truly gives us a glint. It's one of the most imposing that the Empire has ever been in any movie. Exactly. exactly. And I, and like kind of unironically, it's just the tone of everything else off puts it. But if you like edit in it the right way, you could absolutely make it kind of terrifying, like this like war drama. Yeah. It's funny how Rogue One tried to be the war drama of the series, but I think this movie did it better. <laughs> I think in some, uh, I, I I actually like Rogue One. <laughs> That's the thing. So it like, has been a while since I've seen Rogue I, One, I, I so really, I, I think might be too Rogue One is like the one thing other than the Mandalorian I genuinely still enjoy from the Disney ones. Mm-hmm. Like it's not perfect, but I do right. think it is a good look into like the rebel side of things. Yeah. Like before, I still need to see Andor. I still need to see Andor, but the issue for me when it comes to Star Wars right now is I just I I know everybody likes Andor. I have no interest That's in good. watching Andor. Yeah, Disney kind of soured yeah. my thing where I can't even watch like the second season of Mandalorian. I'll watch the movies all day long outside of like last three. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, no, my opinions are sour towards The Force Awakens too. So like. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, James keeps, James was saying, like, Andor's good, and, like, I mean, uh, he he wasn't a fan of Kenobi, the same as me, so, like, I'm thinking, oh, if he likes Andor, maybe I'll like it, but, I don't know, I just haven't gotten around to it. Mm, fair enough. In any case, uh, yeah, was there anything you guys want, anything else you guys wanted to say before I talk about this DVD some more? Um, I think I'm good. I will say, though, this is better than Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> Unironically, like okay, literally, Ewoks is better than Rise of Skywalker. Like uh, it, yeah. there, there is a bar, and yes. um, no bar. So it was true. set so low by uh the fucking Rise of Skywalker that it's in the yes. bar- what is it called the Mariana Trench? Yeah, the Mariana Trench. No, the- yeah, exactly. It's. Oh man, Rise of Skywalker. I don't know if I like this more than The Last Jedi. Um, I'm still debating that, but I definitely will say this is better than Rise of Skywalker. Like, Rise of Skywalker. That, that's a whole other topic for another episode, yeah. but my God. The, yeah, I would sooner watch the holiday special at <laughs> normal speed before I watch the Rise of Skywalker again. I would rather, oh, like, basically, if, if you gave me two options and one no, was one. watch Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Or trap me in a room with my eyes strapped open, fucking uh, Clockwork Orange style, and playing the Ewoks movies on repeat for 24 hours, and I would take the Ewoks over Rise of Skywalker. (laughs) Good heavens. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. All right, well, before we wrap up, I just want to tell you guys more about this DVD. Oh, yes. uh, the back of it is really funny. So it has the plot synopsis uh, listed on the back. You guys want to hear that? Yes, please. Yes. Can you also right. send images later? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll post images. I'll, I'll obviously have it during the episode. But yeah, I'll show you. I'll uh, send you guys specific images. But, All um, right. I am very curious. Yeah. The plot. Han Solo and Chewbacca are on their way to the Wookiee world of Kashyyyk for life day in parentheses. <laughs> Not in parentheses in quote, quotations. A special holiday for Wookiees. However, they find themselves in trouble when attacked by a couple of Imperial Star Destroyers. 
Meanwhile, on Kashyyyk, Chewbacca's family, consisting of his wife, Mala, father, Ichi, and son, Lumpy, are anxiously awaiting Chewie's arrival, but find themselves in trouble, too, with an Imperial Brigade searching for premises for members of the Rebellion. Finally, everyone is reunited, and the Wookiees celebrate their special holiday along with their friends, Luke Skywalker, Han Solo, Princess Leia, they, and the droids. They spoiled the whole thing! And R2-D2. Yeah, they fucking spoil it. What, what the, the fuck? fuck? How dare you spoil the Star Wars holiday special? Have you no shame? Oh man, you're telling me there's a good ending to this? Uh, a throws headset. <laughs> There is no good ending. Oh, now I can't watch special. the movie anymore. I know what oh, happens. I know, I know what happens. They also have the characters listed. So let me list off the characters. Oh, my God. Oh, boy. Chewbacca. Mala. Lumpy. Zondad? What the fuck is... Who the fuck is Zondad? Who? I his name was Itchy. I don't know. <laughs> what? No, it says Zondad. <laughs> I fucking love Zondad. He's my favorite Star Wars character Best of character. all time. <laughs> I can't wait Han for Solo. Zondad, a Star Wars story, to come out. <laughs> and it's a nine-episode TV series on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> Better than Glove yeah, so, Shido. <laughs> yeah, so Zondad, Han Solo, Itchy, Luke Skywalker, oh, C-3PO, Princess Leia, R2-D2, and Darth Vader. Zondad? Like, is that Art Carney's character? I don't remember. Like the human guy in, in the Ewoks? Yeah, it, well, it would have to be, because I can't imagine. No, not... Is it the Harvey Corman character? So, like, yeah, Ewoks? Harvey Corman also Wookie, played... So stupid. <laughs> No, well, because all three of the other Wookiees are listed as Mala, Lumpy, and Itchy. But, like, is it the robot played by Harvey Corman? Is it the the guy at the bar played by Harvey, Harvey Corman? Is it B. Arthur's character? I'm fucking, I'm, like, being gaslit by this fucking DVD right now. We are all Zondad. I guess we're all Zondad. Okay. Um, <laughs> it also says that it first aired on CBS TV on November 17th, 1978. So that that's the day the world changed. <laughs> um, God. Which, uh, so I got to tell you guys. So the other thing about that's interesting about this DVD. So when you pop it into the DVD player, it's set up like um, the Star Wars DVD menus from the early 2000s. I don't know. Did you guys grow up with like Star Wars movies on DVD? I borrowed them from the library. I mean, okay. I never really like, owned them all on DVD besides... Um... Uh, Revenge of the Sith, I found it uh, at a mall, like, a f- months ago. See, the thing okay. is, my family, my dad owned all of them, right? But they were all on VHS, pretty much, except mm. for, like, yeah. Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. But I would borrow them from the library to watch on myself, because I wasn't allowed to, like, take movies off my dad's shelf. Right. Yeah, right. so if you remember, the way the menu is set up on the those DVDs is, like, It'll play like it'll be like at a um, at a setting from the movie. So let's say, for example, The Empire Strikes Back. Um, the menu for Empire Strikes Back sometimes would be like, uh, let's say, Cloud City, and it's like the shot of the Millennium Falcon on the um, you know on on the uh, fucking landing pad on in Cloud City, and. Uh, in the and then you have the options of like play ca- chapters, options, special features, whatever. And then it's like playing like um, stuff in the background. It's like playing like shots from the movie in the background. Um, they do the same thing here. They have so the menu for this DVD is the um, matte painting shot of Chewie's house in Kashyyyk, and then they have the same font. I shit you not. For play movie chapters, options, special features, as they do in the uh, Star Wars DVDs. Oh, that's kind of sick, though. It's really yeah, sick. It's really fucking cool. Whoever made that, they put um, some dedication to that. I, I gotta give props to like, that. The people who make yeah. these have a genuine love for Star Wars because there's nobody that's making that to make money off of it. It is purely just to spread the love and joy that is the Star Wars holiday special. 
Oh, wait. Yes. Also, I want to bring up, just really before we uh, do it, there is a reference yeah. to the Star Wars uh, holiday special, which is how I knew about it, in the music video for White and Nerdy by Weird Al Yankovic. And it has oh it God, where they right. hand it to him sussy-like, and it's in VHS yeah. form. And I've heard that it was circulated by recordings of VHS before the era of the internet. The internet just made it more easily accessible. And I actually wanted yes. to bring that up. And I yeah, no, that I remember that part from the white nerdy video too. How he's just how like he goes up to a guy and it's like it's like a drug deal, but then like he opens up the bag and it's a VHS copy <laughs> of the holiday special. Yeah, I, I, oh, I that's just, such a good guy. I just thought, what if Weird Al was in the holiday special? Oh man, that would be great. I think he was a little bit too young for it at the time because oh, I don't yeah, think that's, he would. That's true. Yeah, I don't think he did shit yeah. until like the ninety. No, not the nineties. The eighties. No, he was. The yeah, 80s. it was early eighties when he became big. I, uh, I should have yeah. known. I watched the Weird Al biopic, and it's a hundred percent true. Exactly, you should have known. I'm sorry. You should have. Rem- you should have remembered. He died in nineteen eighty five. Yeah, by Madonna, the leader of the by drug Madonna. cartel. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, yeah, no. If he was around at that time, like he would have absolutely been in the holiday special. He would have savored it. If they had made the holiday special afterwards, like. Yeah, you know, he would have absolutely been involved in some way, shape, the, or form. The, the good universe where they it. did it after uh, Weird Al became big and he made it good. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. My letterbox yeah. review for it, if so, would have been just Weird Al Yankovic is canon to the Star Wars universe. I mean, Weird Al oh, Yankovic yeah. is common, uh, actually canon to the uh, My Little Pony uh, universe. His pony Sona is married to Pinky's Pie. Oh, my God. Right. Don't remind me. <laughs> He is also canon in the JoJo universe. Oh yeah, because that's like the end. yeah, because yeah. uh, when uh, Joseph uh, is revived and uh, Dio, yeah, freaking, okay, and, yeah, and then Jotaro is like freaking out that he might accidentally be Dio because uh, Joseph was pulling a prank on him. Um, yeah, he asked like <laughs> about like who, who fucking ate, Weird Al. Who made the parody? Uh, eat it, Weird Al Yankovic. Good grief, it is Weird you. Weird Al Yankovic. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's kind of funny because in it, it, I, it, it's insane to me that with all the stand names being band names, the one thing that stays the same is Weird Al Yankovic and the dub and the sub. Yeah, exactly. It's been a minute I since mean, I've seen part three. I forgot, but yeah, I remember now. Admittedly, part three is not great, so I know those yeah. are going to be some fighting words if there's JoJo fans in your comics, but or in your comments. But I, I don't care for part three. That's okay. I mean, I have my issues with part three, but you know what? JoJo's for uh, up for another uh, episode, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, no. Um, but anyway, the other thing I wanted to uh, bring up is that, so there are special features on this DVD. Oh, hell and, yeah. Um, yeah, so one of them was they have the TV promos for the holiday special. So it's like, so it obviously aired on CBS, and there's this one TV promo, promo where... Um, Alan Alda, who famously played Hawkeye on the TV show MASH. I don't know if you guys are familiar with MASH. I'm, I've Farman. heard of it. Yeah, so there's a there's a TV promo for CBS where he's just like, hey, CBS, what's on this Friday or something like that? And then like the announcer goes, the Star Wars holiday special. And it's like, holy shit, that is the funniest fucking thing in hindsight. <laughs> like they were setting this up for like they were promoting this and they're just like, Oh, the star Wars holiday special. Get excited. It's like, they, do they know? Do they know? They yeah, know. <laughs> it's so funny. Okay. But and then there's other stuff. They have like, um, did they know about like the incredible clip? Hulk? <laughs> yeah. Did they you know that the incredible Hulk would not air tonight? Um, they also have, uh, they had like clips of certain actors and people who worked on the, uh, thing who worked on the holiday special like asking them about it so like i have a couple clips of like harrison ford being asked about it like there's this one clip of him going on like conan and conan's just like oh what if i told you i have a clip of it uh ready to cue and harrison ford goes to like choke him (laughs) (laughs) uh and then there's this one really funny part where like anthony daniels who did c-3po is being interviewed and he's and the interviewer is like, "What were your thoughts on working on the holiday special or something like that?" And Anthony Daniels goes like, "Oh, cut, cut tape. We can't talk about that." Like, <laughs> obviously in a joking way, but it's just so funny how he's how like even he's aware that like, oh, this is such a secret uh, 
special like nobody should know about this it's like uh, let's not talk about that <laughs> i think it's incredibly funny but i i honestly am a little bit saddened by it because i'd love to know more of the story behind it but everybody is so ashamed of it that they don't want to talk about it and it's like i understand but at this point it's such a cultural landmark that i i, I please before you guys die because you're all old as fuck like give <laughs> give us something Give us something, because, yeah. like, please, like, I, I don't want the story behind this to die, like, yeah. when you, you can't guys away do. From the truth I, I want to know, I want to know why it turned out this way. I want to know, like, every single step, like, was there meddling? Did George Lucas just not give a shit? Like, was mm -hmm. it the budget? Like, I want to know what, how it became yeah. this, of all things. I like, what were they thinking? Yeah, what were they thinking? What were they thinking? I think it is starting to get a little more, um traction now where people are more open i don't know about george lucas probably not he probably like, he would he would like literally do anything to uh like destroy every copy that exists in the world uh yeah. he would probably never talk about it but everybody around him i hope would at least if that's so how put your copy in a safe i i absolutely am so yeah i guess that uh yeah i'm, I'm pretty much uh done talking about it so like i want to say like I am absolutely 110% keeping this uh, uh, DVD. Like, well, At least all, until paid... uh, George Lucas breaks into your house. Yeah, well, if Mr. Lucas breaks into my house, I'll be like, hey, it's you. And he just punches <laughs> me in the face and takes the DVD away from no. me. <laughs> I'm just like, Mr. Lucas, it's an honor. <laughs> Rubbing my face. Ten, uh, ten dollars yeah. down the drain. Ten dollars down the drain. No, he leaves you ten bucks for it. <laughs> Here's your money back. Honestly, 10 bucks is like a penny to him, so, you know. <laughs> but yeah, no, he, I I think this is too special. So obviously I have my problems with the special. I will undoubtedly say, like, it's a bad, bad special. Like, it is so terrible. But, like, I love it because it's bad. Like, it's so embarrassing that people thought this was a good idea. And it's also really fun just having this – uh fan-made dvd that somebody put some effort into just because you know studios and george lucas don't want it like this it's like well now i definitely want to own it you like the, the 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 mystique of it just being denied viewership until you know i feel like a lot more people have seen it nowadays than they did back in the day but like you know, it's because of the mystique of it all. I feel like if they didn't double down and try to hide it, like people would not be as fascinated with it like they are, you know? Oh, no, exactly. I think that's part of like the allure of a holiday special because it's kind of like with Nuki too, right? Because it is nearly impossible mm. to get your hands on Nuki, right? Partially because of Red Letter Media, but also just because like it's fucking Nuki. Uh, yeah. Dude. Damn people could if it was easily accessible i don't think people would nearly be as interested as nuki we would just look at him like oh this is a really bad fucking uh children's movie yeah that's the thing that's i mean that is one of the main reasons i want to keep this is just because i'm told i'm not supposed to keep it it's just like well now i want to i mean that's the allure with a lot of movies whenever people are just like oh you we're not gonna show you this because we don't want you to see it it's like well now i want to see oh it no exactly that's me. part of why i started getting into french extremism with stuff like a serbian film and actually when mm. i first initially got into it i watched the human centipede and i was so disappointed by the human centipede that i like literally was so <laughs> mad i felt cheated because everybody was saying oh this is the most disgusting thing you'll ever see and i just kind of looked at it and i was like no, it's not. These people are fucking yeah. stupid. <laughs> yeah. They could have easily gotten out of it if they wanted to, but there's also just barely any gore. It just sells you on the concept of it. I've never watched the sequels. Yeah. I heard they get worse, but mm -hmm. I don't care enough. I fucking... The there's human centipede one was disappointed enough. I, I once worked with a guy who said his favorite movie ever was The Human Centipede 2, which I always thought was really funny because it's like, not only is your favorite movie a human centipede movie, but like... It's not the first one. The sequel is your favorite movie ever. Like the sequel was really meta, though. Like all of them are. The sequels are really meta. The okay, third one takes place why. in a fucking prison. Oh boy, you know the, the 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 kings of exploitive cinema: a Serbian film, a Human Centipede, the Star Wars holiday special. Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> um, all right. Was there anything last minute you guys wanted to say before we wrap up? 
Mm, no, I think I'm pretty much good. Mm. Mordo? You better bring me back for something for a good movie next time. <laughs> okay, but if I get brought back, can you can we just talk about Ewoks? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You you your next your next episode Hell can yeah. be the Ewoks movies. I actually own them on DVD. <laughs> Ewoks, <laughs> I say ironically. Uh, and So yeah, I'm keeping the Star Wars holiday special. It's a a fine addition to my collection. Heck yeah. Well. Um all right. Uh Puff, is there anything you want to plug or shout um, out? Um you can follow me on Twitter at the real 100 gex spelled G E X because I thought it was really funny and clever. <laughs> but also um you can uh subscribe to me on YouTube at one tough puff. Um I also have a Tumblr and yeah, that's pretty much all I got. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll be sure to put your links in the description. I think I also put your letterboxed in last time. Uh, but yeah, I'll make sure that this time too. Uh, Mordo, anything you want to plug or shout out? Um, Well, you know, just the usual stuff like I did before, you know, my Twitter, letterbox, YouTube, of course. And I also have a Tumblr now in case, you know, Twitter cr- um, crumbles. I don't always have that mm. as a backup. I don't use it often, but, you know, I just have it. I should use it often, though. But, you know, I have it in case, you know, if Twitter explodes itself, I'll remember you all. Remember you all in therapy. <laughs> I'll remember you all in therapy. Quote by Dr. Eggman himself. <laughs> you know, fun fact, uh, uh, goodbye everyone, I'll remember you all in therapy by Plankton. That quote, that was my uh, senior quote for the yearbook. Hell yeah. When I graduated. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, yeah. <laughs> I know. I was really into Game of Thrones when I graduated. Um, so while my yearbook did not do uh, yearbook quotes for my cap... Uh, I had it in the game. I had made it basically say uh, Game of Loans, but in the Game of Thrones uh, font. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. All right. That about does it. Thank you all for watching. Thank you all for listening. And always remember, stir whip, stir whip, 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 whip stir. Stir, stir, stir whip, stir, whip, stir, whip, 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 whip,